Well, hello everyone out there in podcast land. It is I, your humble host, that vegan Jedi. And I'm really excited because this is going to be more fun than usual. So in my last podcast, I mentioned how I almost got into an argument with a co-worker because my co-worker was saying that soy is bad for you and that vegans are unhealthy, <clears throat> that vegans are unhealthy if they eat too much soy. Because it has estrogen in it, which is phytoestrogen, which is the isoflavonoids, uh, however you pronounce this, I-S-A-F-L-A-V-O-N-E-S. Okay, that is a phyto, which means plant-based, basically, um, estrogen. And in large amounts, it does have some bad effects, especially if it is a GMO, genetically modified organism. Which I, which was my absolute uh, most recent podcast was GMOs in my um, new series, season five, of food sabotage. So there's a back and forth, back and forth. There are so many people out there that say soy is good for you, and so many people that say soy is bad for you. And I want to be as accurate as possible. I want to know the truth so I can tell you guys the absolute truth. So soy is good for you if it is organic, made by nature. Once man tampers with it, things go awry. Okay, one of the things is when something is genetically modified, its DNA is changed, its chemical composition is changed, and how it reacts with your organs once you consume it is different. And you can make a good thing bad. So that old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, that applies to food. That that definitely applies to food. That applies to anything and everything. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Mother Nature made soy and apples and corn and man went along and modified it. And now people are having food allergies to something that they have never had an allergy to. And it is causing other major illnesses when it's supposed to be helping to maintain your health and increase your health, boost your health. And now the foods that you have come to know and love so much aren't as healthy as they used to be and now pose a threat to your health, to your immune system, um, creating um the possibility for MRSA, which is multiple resistant strains of antibiotics because it does affect the immune system because they want to make food look prettier and make it bigger and make it last longer on the shelf, make it grow faster so they can make more money and and prolong the shelf life so they can increase more money, not only because it's cheaper to grow and grows faster and grows bigger, but they can keep it on the shelf longer before it starts to break down. And we are paying the price for that when we eat these foods. So I wanted to just find out a little bit more about soy. So I went to a couple of websites. The first one I'm mentioning is WebMD. So this is what I found out about soy is that it's actually in roughly 60% of all the foods you buy in the grocery store. There's a problem number one right there. Anything can become bad if you consume too much of it. There are children who have gotten sick and had to go to the hospital because they got too much vitamin C. 
because they put, you know, vitamin C in your cereal. It's fortified. They add vitamin C to your cereal. They add it to your bread. Then you're already eating, you know, the um, vitamin gummies, right, if you're a kid, because they want you to grow up big and strong, and they enrich or fortify your orange juice with more vitamin C, and then they enrich certain, you know, products you could buy in the store like crackers with vitamin C and the next thing you know you know this poor little kid that's only 10 years old is getting 10 times the amount of vitamin C he or she is supposed to be getting and the body can't handle it and it has a negative impact on the organs and can make you sick hospitalize you can even lead to death because everything in moderation you can't just keep eating the same thing over and over Again, in an increased amounts. The human body doesn't work like that. Everything in moderation. Everything must have a balance. So I'm finding out through WebMD and through the FDA website that soy is in roughly 60% of all the food you buy in the grocery store, which really caught me by surprise. So let's go over it. First of all, it's in canned tuna. If you buy canned tuna, there's soy in it. If you buy any canned meat, so they have like Spam and they have those like uh, little Vienna sausages, there's soy in that. Deli meat, so if you go and you get, you know, like uh, salami, pepperoni, any thin sliced deli meat, there's soy in it. This one really caught me by surprise eggs have soy in it the vast majority of the soy grown in america is fed to factory farm raised animals cows chickens pigs turkeys that's where the vast majority the overwhelming vast majority of soy is being fed to factory farm raised animals and this is a very interesting point that i never thought of but it makes so much sense when an animal eats something, they do go to the bathroom. Number one, number two, they will pee it out. They will defecate out a certain percentage of it. Um, due to metabolism, you produce, you produce waste, okay? But when it comes to eggs, eggs can't get rid of waste. So whatever is in the chicken's diet, the egg-laying hen, whatever she's eating, and the vast majority of her diet is soy, that goes into her egg. But from what I'm understanding, it doesn't go into the egg white, which is the albumin, which is the food for the egg, because the, the yellow part, the yolk, that's the part that becomes a chicken or a rooster if it's fertilized and incubated and hatches. The yellow part is the actual bird. That's where the soy is. And even if the chicken is free range and gets to eat a more natural diet outside of soy, there's still some soy in the egg. So to my understanding, from the websites that I've gone to, all eggs in the United States have soy in them, but the free range chickens that have a natural diet have less soy, but they still have it in their eggs too. So as soon as you consume 
anything with egg in it, or if you're just eating just egg itself, so like you're having a scrambled egg, right? You're consuming soy. And I'm finding out that there's actually soy in milk because dairy cows, the overwhelming majority of their diet is soy. So since that's what they're eating and that's where their nutrients come from and the nutrients goes into the milk, when you consume dairy, whether it's milk or cottage cheese or cheesecake or cheese slices, there's some soy in it. It's in your deli meats and then they put it in cereals and baked goods. So your bread, your hot dog rolls, your cookies, it's even in crackers because it's a binding agent. It's also... Um, good for absorbing moisture and it's also a fat emulsifier so the fda allows companies to put soy in their food but not list it as an ingredient because it's not meant to be an ingredient it's meant to keep the food stabilized so when you read your food package when you read the ingredients you read it in the label and it says natural preservative. One of those natural preservatives can be soy and they don't have to actually come out and write the word soy. A natural preservative can be soy. A fat emulsifier or they'll just put emulsifier can be soy. And L-E-C-I-T-H-I-N lecithin that is soy. I did not know that. Monosodium glutamate, MSG. And I know a lot of people love Chinese food. I do. I, I, it's, it's one of my favorite things to eat. And a lot of um, Chinese restaurants will say, no, we don't use MSG. We don't use MSG. Because MSG is really bad, especially if you have hypertension. Okay, or any heart issue. You definitely want to stay away from MSG, which is monosodium glutamate. I just found out that that's another word or another way of saying soy. Okay. I did not know that. TVP, textured vegetable protein. TVP, textured vegetable protein. That is also soy. And vegetable oil. When you're on the oil section of the aisles, right? And they have olive oil and they have canola oil and corn oil. When you see that cheap bottle and it's only 2 or $3 and it reads vegetable oil, a lot of times that's soy. So you're cooking your food in soy. I did not know that, but that actually makes sense because soy is a vegetable. So if you're buying cooking oil and it's a vegetable oil it can be soy so these foods may have soy and they have to word it like that because it's not guaranteed but i mentioned baked goods like breads and crackers it's also in cookies canned broth and soup and i'm not talking vegetable broth i'm talking like beef broth chicken broth canned tuna and meats cereals so you're feeding your kids cereal just any random cereal and not only is it highly processed with the sugar and the sodium and the preservatives and the artificial flavors and the artificial dyes which i talked about all of that 
in this in this series, Food Sabotage. It also has soy in it, frozen dinners, because it adds texture, it adds volume, and it um, absorbs moisture. High protein energy bars and snacks, and it's in ice cream because dairy cows, the vast majority of their diet is soy. So these are the places for hidden soy, which is the name of this podcast. Hidden Soy, Season 5, Episode 7. It's also in infant formula, baby foods. And they tell you not to feed soy to babies, but then they turn around and they put it in the formula. Actually, they tell you when you're um, making formula for your baby to not use soy milk, to use regular dairy milk. Um, and it has soy in the actual formula. And it's in the cereals. Okay, so soy foods to stay away from if you have a soy allergy. Adame miso natto, N-A-T-T-O. Okay, and of course, if it's actually soy sauce or soy-based flour, grits or nuts or sprouts, right? Stay away from that. Um, tamari, tempeh, obviously, but teriyaki sauce, I did not know that. Teriyaki sauce has a lot of soy in it. Textured vegetable protein has soy in it. Okay. And the the list keeps growing. Um, low-fat peanut butter, that one caught me off guard. Processed meats, especially deli meats, salad dressing, mayonnaise, gravy, and sauces can all have it. Even Worcestershire, so I know I completely butchered that word. The sauce you put on your steak, Worcestershire sauce has soy in it. Okay, now other names that soy goes by that you may not know about. One is glycine max. One is hydrolyzed vegetable protein. One is monodiglyceride. I did not know that. And monosodium glutamate, I just found out. And that really caught me off guard because I did not see that coming whatsoever. So, all of these different ways of saying soy, and you're consuming soy and don't even know it, okay? Vitamin E, if you buy a vitamin E supplement, soy, natural flavoring, is another way of saying soy. And vegetable gum, vegetable starch, all have soy in it. And, I mean, this is downright scary because if you are... A vegan and you have a more whole food approach where you're not eating the you know the meat substitutes you're not eating vegan chicken nuggets and you're not eating vegan ice cream you're eating a whole food where you're actually eating just fruits and nuts and vegetables and herbs and you're consuming a lot less soy than an actual meat eater who's trying their best to avoid soy I mean, 60% of 
of the foods, the processed foods, more importantly, that you buy in grocery stores have soy in it. So if you go to the store and you buy plant-based vegan food that is not highly processed, more of a whole food approach, you will avoid soy. But once you start buying anything that is highly processed, and I did a whole series on that, a whole, well, you know, a whole podcast on that, like close to 30-minute podcast on um, highly processed foods, it's loaded with soy. I did not know that monodiglyceride was another way of saying soy. I did not know that monosodium glutamate was another way of saying soy. Hydrolyzed vegetable protein, texture vegetable protein, lecithin, natural flavoring, all of that is soy. And you can have an allergic reaction, which can include like a tingling or itching in your throat, respiratory issues, hives. Um, you can be hospitalized from consuming too much soy. And how are you ever going to know if you're consuming too much soy if they put it in 60% of what you're buying in the grocery store and they hide it by giving it a different name? Now you're going to have to Google and research every single ingredient. You know, if it says it has lactic acid in it, is it vegan or is it dairy-based? When it says natural flavoring, what natural flavoring? And since they have secrets, you know, it's a recipe, they don't want, you know, a competing company to produce what they're producing better and cheaper and not them out of business. So, you know, Coca-Cola, they guard their secret. You don't know how much of what and in what order and where they get it from. You don't know. You know it's basically carbonated water with acid and sugar and all that kind of stuff and flavors. But it's a secret. It's a heavily guarded secret. They don't want you to know what goes in Coca-Cola. So when they say natural flavoring, it could be one of a million things and you won't know. So if you have food allergens... And one of those food allergens is soy and you're trying to avoid soy and you need to know what foods have soy in it so you can avoid it. And then the companies are going out of their way to make sure you don't find out because they're protecting, you know, their recipe, their secret. This is their source of income because we live in a capitalistic society. And at the end of the day, that's what they care about the most is making money they put money over humans human health human concern human needs and wants money is the root of all evil because you cannot have a negative impact on someone's health all in the name of money because if they were to be completely honest up front and tell you this has soy in it because they know they're going to lose a certain amount of business. Because there are people out there that cannot consume soy because of allergens. And some people who just won't consume soy because they honestly believe it is bad for them. And if it's genetically modified, it definitely is. And most of the soy grown in America is genetically modified. 
they even put it in dog food because dogs can't consume soy and cats can consume soy so it's like they put it in everything they don't tell you it's in everything or if they do they change the name so they told you but they didn't tell you and to me that perfectly falls under the category of food sabotage you eat food for health for energy for vitality if you consume food and it takes away from your energy away from your health takes away from your longevity that is sabotage and i did not know that soy went by so many different names it was in so many i didn't know it was in frozen dinners you know you're eating a uh say a hungry man meal two pieces of fried chicken mashed potatoes and say corn the corn is genetically modified mashed potatoes have been dehydrated reconstituted and it has natural flavors in it and sodium and the natural flavoring can be soy and then the chicken has soy in it because that's what the chicken ate almost every single day of this poor short pathetic life before being taken to the kill floor to be slaughtered so someone could have fried chicken because they don't want to be a vegan because soy is bad for them and they're eating more soy than the vegan that's the irony and the fact that it's in your vitamin e supplements you take vitamin e so you can have energy and all get out there and get things done without feeling the fatigue loaded with soy and you're trying to avoid soy so i thought it would be extremely beneficial if you guys knew everything about soy where to find it and how to avoid it and i know that this sounds like the most perfect pitch and the timing couldn't be better but this is the perfect time to go vegan if you're not considering it if you're not a vegan if you're not considerate this is the perfect time you want to be healthy or healthier you want to live longer fight disease go vegan because it seems like all the things that people are trying to avoid is in the meat dairy and eggs even when you're trying to avoid soy and if you have a, 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 a gluten sensitivity, go vegan. You don't have to worry about gluten if you're eating asparagus. If you're eating Brussels sprouts, you don't have to worry about gluten. I mean, just if you have Crohn's disease, if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, you want to fight aging. There's so much money, billions of dollars spent and anti-aging serums and, and foundations and powders and creams when there are foods that you eat that actually fight aging that keep your skin nice and firm and smooth taut fight fine lines and wrinkles and crow's feet eat your way to a prettier, younger face. 
eat your way to it instead of putting chemicals all over your face, which were tested on animals. Another benefit of going vegan, you go vegan, you save the poor rabbits and cats and lab rats and hamsters that are being experimented on, and especially the beagle. If you watch Snoopy, right, Charlie Brown and the gang Snoopy, he's a beagle. Snoopy is Charlie Brown's lovable dog. Beagle is the number one experimented dog in America. That's the dog that is experimented on the most. They are small, so they don't need large cages. They don't require a lot of food. They are very docile. They are not known for violence. They are known for being very obedient, and they're known for being very intelligent. So since they're small, and they can be put in small cages, and so you can have a lot of them, they eat very little food, so it's cheap to keep them. They're non-aggressive, very obedient and intelligent. That makes them the perfect victim. I hate to put it like that, but yes, the beagle is the dog that is experimented on the most. Because they want to know if the shampoo is going to hurt your eyes. They want to know if the conditioner is going to hurt your eyes. They want to know if the mouthwash is safe. So they test it on animals. You go vegan, you save the animals from all of that. Because your anti-aging medicine, you're eating it. You're avoiding soy, especially the genetically modified soy. You're going to live longer, healthier, and going vegan is so cheap. I did a TikTok video and I'm that vegan Jedi on TikTok. I did a TikTok video where I spent 20 bucks. And the 20 bucks was supposed to last me two weeks. It actually lasted me almost an entire month. I was able to buy 50 bags of pasta, a huge bag of mixed frozen vegetables, hemp, everything hemp seasoning, and stir fry sauce and literally just got to a point where I was getting sick and tired of it because that's what I was eating for every meal every day for almost a month $20 how can you eat meat dairy and eggs and have it last you almost an entire month and you only spend $20 because there are so many people it's like veganism is not accessible yes it is it's everywhere every grocery store you go into sells vegan food they sell tomatoes and onions and leeks and carrots and asparagus and eggplants apples and oranges and pumpkins yes yes it's accessible it's everywhere and it's cheap extremely cheap so thank you very much for listening to my podcast enjoy the rest of your sunday halloween is getting close by there's a lot of vegan candy out there especially the Swedish fish, completely vegan and delicious. I will, well, technically won't see you since it's a podcast, but I will talk to you guys next weekend. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for listening. I love you guys. I'm not vegan Jedi, and we will do this again next week.